The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Welcome to the I Am Independent podcast. Now, one of the people you're going to hear from today, uh, we're big fans of him and he's extremely talented. Jake Isaac says, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Well, we love that quote. There's so much to learn. We're going to be unpacking that in this episode, which is all about that exactly. Uh, When is hard work more important? When is talent? How do those two work together? And ultimately, how do they contribute to your growth and longevity as an artist? Loads of wisdom in this um, from professionals challenging you, but also spurring you on to be the best you can be. I would say to any independent artist, don't stop. There's always someone working harder than you at it. You know, when people used to say it to me, I used to get back to like, oh, here we go, hustle and grind, above all, blah, 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 blah. But actually, there's a talent mark me and my old manager have, which is hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Like, some people get hyped, they make an EP. Oh my gosh, I've got an EP out. People need to respect the body of work. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then like, but in that time, some person who's hustling from Ipswich called Ed Sheeran has produced five EPs mm. and just waiting to roll them out. Right. Or Emily Burns, check her out. She just come with some next quality something. Like there's just loads of artists over here grinding, hustling to get on any tour, mm. to get on gigs doing sofa sounds upon sofa sounds, midday, still going. Like, he's still, like, there's artists out there who are just, they're always working harder than you. But some people, especially those starting out, they feel like, oh, well, I've spent money, I've got it mixed and mastered, and look at what I've done. Mm. Get over it. Yeah. Like, you don't build a fan base on one record. Mm. Um, and you can't tour off, unless, unless you're Adele and you've got a massive independent label behind you, you can't tour off one record. So build up a repertoire. What are you going to do? Just sing the same one record for the next five years? No, blood. I feel a little bit bruised listening to that. Yes, a little bit bruised and battered, but, <laughs> but maybe that's what we it's need. It's one of them truth hurts ones, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and we do need it sometimes because um, we can get so precious about our work and about what we think we've done and, mm-hmm. and how much people should appreciate what we've done. But actually... You know, <clears throat> in other careers, you just you just crack on. You keep going, moving on to the next thing, and you're building, and you and it's keeping it keeping abreast of the bigger picture of what you're trying to achieve, and maybe creating a big bigger picture for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And if you didn't recognise the voice, that was Jake Isaac there, and he's more than qualified to say that because he's really done it, hasn't mm-hmm. he? He has just consistently worked hard, um, just grown his fan base slowly but surely to a dedicated fan base and following his shows always sell out Mm -hmm. and um yeah it hasn't been one to believe the hype but just has kept in his lane and worked hard his head down down jumped on tours people not wanting him to be in their their car so he's like fine i'll drive behind you and just just cracking on and there's a lot to learn and um i think some people can be like you know i've worked hard and i haven't had that kind of success um, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't still work hard there mm. might be other strategic things that we need to look at um, but being ready to work like when you're saying say I'm going to do this it's being ready and and how do you know if you're ready mm. and I, I think 
a lot of the time with I Am Independent, we've encouraged artists and we want to be supportive mm. and, and be that friendly face and friendly voice and be there for you, which is right. That's what we're about. But also at the same time, we want to make sure that we are still challenging and inspiring us to be the best we can be. Because our motto right. is that everyone has the right to be an artist, but be excellent. Girl. So that means sometimes being really honest about where you're at, what you're prepared to put in, what you really need to work on, which areas are your weak weak areas. But being honest about uh, where you are will determine where you can go, really. It's a great starting point, isn't it? It is. And and, and also, like, realising that your talent alone isn't going to get you there. Mm. Like, it's actually a small part of the, yes. of the pie and a part of the process. And actually, your willingness to work and your readiness for the challenge is is crucial and um, we spoke to um, Glenn from Selfless Music about that a while ago and he really really helped us to understand why he has been willing to work with a less talented artist over one that is like obviously amazingly talented I'm Glenn I run uh, Selfless Music, which is two companies. So we have a management services company where we provide a range of different management services direct to artists, but also to artist managers and people who are part of the artist team. And then also separately, we also have a record label uh, where we sign developing artists and we put time, attention and money into those artists to get their music out into the world where it needs to be. So in my role working with artists uh, as a manager and as a, a record label, one of the things which I found to be really important is finding talented people who are also available, people who are actually at a point in their lives where they're ready to work. So often I've come across incredibly talented artists and musicians, but for whatever reasons in their own life, their work life or their personal life, they're simply not available and not ready to progress their own career. And the reality of that situation for me is it's meant that I have worked with less talented artists who are ready and who are available. And this is something that's really important as, as an independent artist. You obviously have to balance the pressures of home life and work life and everything that you need financially to support yourself. But you must be really serious about being available and being ready to take the next steps in your career. Isn't that so good to hear? Because it gives yeah. us hope, but also it um, people rate people with integrity, with a good work ethic, as much as they do with talent as well. Yeah, if not more, because it's actually a waste of time if you haven't got the other elements and you're not willing to go um, and just go all in, both feet, then it's actually wasting everyone's time and energy and everyone's effort um, because it, you're just not really going to get over any sort of finishing line that you've set for yourself. Mm. Um, so assessing your readiness for the task and what it's going to take that counting the cost of the independent journey is important and we've all got to do it and we've talked a lot about perseverance um when we spoke about criticism Mm. and rejection and keep going um but one of the ways to do that is to not just rely on the days you feel creative or you feel like being an artist or waiting for a good day it actually comes down to good old-fashioned discipline it does and it's it's in terms of our gift if whether we're vocalists it's how do we um improve our voice on a daily basis in between gigs um 
it's even in terms of songwriting and and sometimes we can go I am not inspired I've got writer's block but what does that actually mean you know that book by Stephen Pressfield is it the art of war the art yes is it the art of war yeah 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 I've got it at home I've got two I've got two I've got like the condensed one which is called something else and that one and it's you know a lot of these things are he he um translates to be called resistance and it's the things that stop us from doing the work um you know and us feeling not feeling inspired or the lack of motivation that we can feel and all these other things are resistance to the actual true job of creativity which is getting down and doing the work getting up every day you know and writing a couple of lines or you know doing you know practicing um vocal warm-ups which i am guilty of never doing <laughs> and of and all those different things it's our responsibility to continue to stay ready because when the opportunity comes we want to be able to like grab hold of it when we open a door when we kick down a door we don't want to kick down the door and we've left our our luggage at the airport do you know what i mean yeah. we want to have all the things we we need to be able to go yeah i can do this what what a world tour i'm ready so here's sheena i'm um, talking about um discipline and how she has disciplined herself um in her career Hi everyone, I'm Sheena Ladwa. I'm one of the directors of an artist development programme called Ultimate Artists. So I'm also an independent artist, I'm a singer-songwriter, and one thing key that throughout my career I've been told by teachers and peers is that you really need to be disciplined in your artistry. So for me, that means that I will spend at least 45 minutes a day singing, and that will be technique, that will be warming up my voice, cooling down my voice, and actually applying those things then to song as well. Um, And discipline is so important. It shows, actually what it does is it shows your character as well. The more disciplined you are, the more people can see that, they can feel it, they can feel your work ethic. It says a lot about you as an artist. Wow, she's an amazing lady. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. And you might not all be able to do it to the yeah. level that Sheena described there, but the important thing is to be disciplined, to be consistent and to persevere, not to just rely on your feelings, but actually to be serious about your, your game, to be serious about your plan as an artist. And that means putting the work in. Yeah, it's not a condemning thing. It's not like, oh, I'm not doing enough. Like, you, you we all know what we should be doing or what we can do in our business in our business around our nine to five around our families around our two jobs around our other commitments we know um what we can do and if we're not doing it we know when we're not doing it so your what you need to do is not the same as what sheena does or what anyone else is doing but do what you know you need to do to stay ready and to stay um at the top of your game and to also keep improving and moving forward Mm mm-hmm and I think the, the ultimate aim, certainly for the independent artists, is to make sure the reason why we do this route, a lot of it, sometimes it's not by choice, but those who are particularly choosing to be an independent artist, because you want to make a career and a sustainable career. You want to be around for a long time. If you wanted to be a flash in the pan artist, perhaps you would take the talent show or TV route and you might get some short term success. But many who want to see this as a serious career ultimately you want to build a lasting career and a following that's going to stay with you and grow with you but how 
how do you do that? It does mean to, to put the work in and it does mean to be able to tap into that creativity in an ongoing basis mm. to almost be able to get to the point where you can summon it or to at least put yourself in the positions where you know your creativity is, is going to flow. And uh, we spoke a while back to Femi, who's multi-talented, incredibly talented. And he really spoke about this, about applying it and almost learning it, I guess. There is a way to get better. So have a listen to this. Hi, my name is Femi Tamoa. I am uh, an artist, a producer, uh, a musical director and an educator. I think one of the... uh, Misconceptions about being an independent artist is that you're not successful if you're not being lauded by like a massive like conglomerate machine who have your posters, you know, sprawled all over the M25 or whatever. But I think it's important also to remember that um, when you started to play music, you know, whether you sing or you play an instrument, when you got involved in music, it was something that you saw as uh, a way of life, you know. Um, and, And for me as an artist, I saw music as something I was going to be doing for the rest of my life. So I never really saw it as this star that was just going to shine, you know, really brightly for three years because I was signed to some major label and then disappear into um, nothing. So I think it, it, it's for me, it's a, it's a it's a lifetime's uh, uh, work. It's a lifetime achievement that I'm looking for um, as an independent artist, and I think that. If you if you uh, see yourself as somebody who can be making music well into 60, 70, 80 years, I mean, some of my favorite artists are in their 80s, you know, um, then you should be encouraged by the fact that success is not just about being signed to a major label. You can um, do a lot, um, even now, especially nowadays where, you know, technology and the internet and so on it's so it's so it's so open to us in my I guess role as a as a producer and a music director I've often worked with artists who um, some have been signed you know to major labels and have been completely swallowed up by that machine and I think what I've often found with working with people like that is that there is so much less creative control that they have and I think it's important as an independent artist to take heart and take courage in the fact that you can actually say exactly what it is uh, that you want to say, musically speaking, um, and know that you can still be equally successful saying that. Um, in, in fact, in some ways, the success is greater because you're speaking for yourself on your own behalf rather than being told what to sing, what to play and what to wear and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, if if you find that you you're, there are areas in which you're weak, then you can, of course, bring people on board to strengthen those things. But it's important that you can grow um, as, a, as an as a, to remember that you will grow and can grow as an independent artist. Yeah, I think what I loved about that was looking at the long game, looking at the looking at the career you want to be able to have or even look back on in your 60s and 70s and and as independent artists you know we have the opportunity to have as long a career as we want to have and but how do we create that and what work do we put in today to afford us those opportunities um in the future so um yeah it was really really good and i, I i'm always inspired when i hear people like femi talk about about that because a lot of 
what is pushed in our face is really a um, flashy kind of um, short-term career. And um, I don't think anyone really wants that. Mm. They want to be able to have longevity. um, But actually everything we're doing right now affords us that Something I I would love us actually to explore in much more depth in in another future podcast Mm. is this whole thing around age because Mm. I feel like that longevity comes under that like because sometimes people think they are on a short time frame and their time's going to run out because I have to do this while I'm young because that's all my shelf life is as an artist Mm. but actually there's artists out there who are in their 40s 50s 60s who are still consistently touring and making music and making a living out Mm. of it as well and ultimately you know we're not like footballers who that's it we have to retire by 30 and that's it we've made our money because usually we haven't um but you know i really want us to speak into that in the future but have that in our minds when we're planning plan for a long-term career and that might mean you evolving and changing as an artist but don't think that you've got a shelf life that you know as soon as you hit 30 then that's it you you don't get to be an artist anymore and we we will explore that whole concept because i feel like that's a bit of a a lie that people yeah it is and perhaps if you're in pop music that might be true yeah because there are it it is it's true for certain genres potentially but you know also it could be true for certain genres but also certain genres have the um we we can change things we can we can you know change the landscape and change the future of things um you know there's nothing to say no one knew that the industry would look the way it looks today 10 years ago or 20 years ago you know um so you know Beyonce says she would retire by the time she's 30 nice (laughs) and she's now making her best music making you know she's living her best life right now Madonna obviously these people started young and their careers were different but you know I was thinking about Sia the other day though Mm. who very again has been in the music industry for a long time but actually much more in a background was a featured artist as a songwriter only in her own right as an artist in her 40s I love that yeah absolutely I I mean listen I loved like pre you know like top 10 Sia like back catalogue Sia I loved that and she did it I think she was on kind of an independent label doing her thing and she was making excellent music she was growing as a songwriter writing for lots of people doing her thing as you say very much outside of the public glare the commercial public glare and and she got to grow into who she was Mm. and then you know she was ready for the opportunities when they came because she'd been working she'd been working for years and years and no one's going to dispute that amount of talent so people might say well no if you don't look this way or you're not this age but if you've got talent like Sia they're not going to say there's no and it was her songwriting the songwriting and the fact that I remember watching a documentary about her actually and she was talking about how she writes and she writes songs very quickly she works with a guy I think a pianist and they've been working together for a long time and you know people ask her to write songs she bashes them out quickly do you think that she she bashes out quickly just like popped out the womb and was able to just bash out the songs <laughs> like that like no she's been grinding she's talented she's obviously talent. naturally talented yeah. but to be able to do that to demand um, demands like that and and to write these songs that are glo- that go around the globe and st- that that kind of are lasting forever like she'd been working mm. she'd, she'd be grinding yeah. yeah so she's an inspiration yeah so there's a lot that yeah. we can just be just working and being ready for um, an opportunity that might not be available to us um, right now might be 10 years down the line
just a quick reminder that we have a growing library of really useful videos on our YouTube page, including interviews with artists and music industry insiders sharing their experience and expertise. Search IMR on YouTube or visit our website www.iamindependent.co.uk. You know, I, I hope that this episode is being encouraging for you and not making you think, oh my gosh, I've got so much work to do. But being honest with you who you are and actually rating yourself goes mm. a long way as well. How you view yourself and you are going to be rejected. You are going to need to work hard, but also believing in yourself um, is really important because that will help how other people see you. And uh, he's our straight talking friend. He says it very clearly here with a real challenge. Have a listen uh, to CK Golding. Hey, I'm CK Golding, presenter, photographer, and content creator. My top tip for a emerging unsigned artist is the following. I want you to ask yourself this question. Are you an average musician? I'm guessing you've said no. And if you have said no, then I want you to ask these questions and think about these things. Is the way you interact on social media and distribute your content on social media very average, typical, and expected? Think about every time you go to a gig, are you one of the musicians who, in between every single song, says, this next song is about this, then sings a song. Then the next song, this next song is about this, then sings a song. Is that something you do? Would you characterize that as average? You need to start thinking about every element of your artistry. What is setting you apart? What is distinct? What is different? What is unique? All right. Then ask yourself that question again. Am I an average musician? Tell me, is there one thing you do that no other artist you can think of does? That's the place you want to be in. That's when you're going to become memorable, compelling, and interesting, right? So if you answered no when I answered that question, I hope that was the answer you gave. But be honest, right? Think about what you're doing and set yourself apart. I hope that's what you're doing because all the superstar musicians on the planet do different shit. He's so funny. Only CK could get away with saying it like that. Absolutely. And the thing is, we have shared this clip quite a few times on our social media because, and it always is highly rated. Like people are like, oh, thank you. I needed to hear that. Or yeah, "Yeah, that's the real tea right now. Because, you know, we do need to look at whether we're just flowing down the stream with everyone else doing what everyone else does. Or are we really trying to be brave enough to look at what makes us unique and and pushing that to the front because sometimes that can mean that you're standing out there on your own doing something that no one else is mm. doing but you know who cares yeah let's be like, like being a trailblazer being a forerunner is what that is and an independent artist we can do that i think it's really hard for um for assigned artists to do that because they do what works but as an independent artist it is it is it behooves us Mm. to be cutting edge but we have to be our biggest champion because we can't expect anyone Mm. to believe in us if we don't believe in ourselves. yeah so and like yeah believe in the risks that we're taking and being fine with okay this might not work but so what i really think like i want to try this Mm -hmm. and doing it and work hard try and work hard to make it work yeah like what does it take to make a good idea like like um, swim and not sink you know yeah so yeah 
Well, we started this episode um, with the wonderful Jake Isaac, who I think, uh, let's face it, for most independent artists, he's a great role model, mm-hmm. how he's done it. Um, if you didn't know, he is independent now. He's He's been a signed artist as well for many, many years independent, uh, signed for a while as well, and now choosing to be independent again. So he knows a f- thing or two about this journey. Uh, he's very real about it. He's worked very hard, but also incredibly talented as well. So we thought we would give uh, him uh, the final word. Yeah, and and just to say, like, um, you hear the audio differences because we were in a session quite some time ago um, creating some music and, like, I really... We really wanted to get him in on a podcast, but and we will, but um, I wanted to ask him some questions, so I just flicked on my phone and just asked him a couple of questions. And, yeah, let's close out with some of his wise words and experience. I think the thing I would have done differently... Hmm. I feel like... Um... I, would, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like my musically, my journey has just had to unfold to the point where it is. Mm. Like, if I could, I would just jump straight to where I am now. But that's not actually how my destiny and my path is written out. What do you mean, where are you now? So sonically, I'm coming into a new phase of my life. Like, big time, I just did a recent EP, and that was just like, oh, oh. And a few people get, oh. This is a little bit less acoustic or organic. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, because secretly I don't listen to that type of music. So I'm on a bit of a journey. We're all on a journey. But I think the the most important thing is you take your listeners with you. Um, So, yeah, that being said, I don't know if I would do anything different. Um, um, I wish I wasn't as naive as when I started out. That's just something that probably a lot of people wish. Um, I wish I'd I was a bit more realistic and not so um, oh oh is that how it's supposed to when you don't know anything else you just yeah that's, that's, you kind of think that's how it's supposed to anyway um, yeah I don't, I don't I don't really have any regrets hmm. I've enjoyed every step of it even the waiting because the payoff has been good at each milestone heck I've I've got no regrets yeah. I've been able to build this I, I can go to probably like I don't know like 10 different countries and have a minimum of like three, 400 people come out for a gig um, how did you get to that point? that's been six years of mm. supporting people just my guitar jumping on trains going around parts of Europe following a band because they wouldn't let me drive with them like it's been years of just putting out more EPs putting out blah blah blah, blah. do you know what I mean trying to figure out how do I make my live shows even better how do I make it the best who am I watching who am I learning from like okay, if I do so, how do I? What if I start a cappella that gets more people's attention? Blah, 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 blah. Like it's just come from growing and pursuing, like the best in the game, the best in the game of songwriters in the world at the moment is like the Ed Sheerans, the James Bays. They're the guys who are killing it, but they didn't happen overnight. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like when a man saying, "Oh, one year he did 150 gigs," and then I'm going, "Oh, well, you know, I just," you know what I mean? Like it's a different work ethic. A lot of the people that are killing it now have been going for years. Yeah. Um, and so I built my my journey around that. So now if I, if I, can, I can play, what well, the last main big headline I did in London was what, a thousand plus? And then I can go to Amsterdam and do a thousand plus at Paradiso or, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But that hasn't happened overnight. Mm-hmm. And also the other thing is this, don't limit yourself to the UK. Heck, mm-hmm. don't limit yourself to London. There is a whole world out there. Yeah. There's a guy who lives down the road in Surrey. He had a number one record in France. 
The guy is balling. The guy is a celebrity over there. He can't walk street. But over here, people don't give a monkey who he is. We don't care. No one knows who he is. But he's had a number one record in France. Like, there is more... Like, just because you're not appreciated in your home, yeah. like, there are other... There are other territories. There are other places. There are people in in Norwich. There are people in mm. uh, Bletchley. There are people in Hebden Bridge who are not interested in Afrobeats or grime. Mm. They just want good old guitar music. Mm. There are people in, hmm, let's see, Leeds and Leicester who are not, they don't have a clue what the latest grime record or Radio 1 record of the day is. Mm. They don't know. They don't have a clue. But they do listen to Fickle Friends, the band from Brighton. Mm. Or they do listen to Clean Cut Kid from Liverpool. Mm. Or they do support their local... Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like, um, And it's not a diss to, to, to a radio station or to a grime act or Afrobeats or even a singer-songwriter. It's just don't limit yourself to where you are. Yeah. There are people out there that like your music. You just got to find out where they are. Yeah. That's why I suggest things like Music Glue. That's why I suggest things like um, uh, see tickets like do your research grab a hold of your mind Spotify stats Facebook stats find out where your people are what their demographic is who else they're listening to you know Spotify suggests artists mm. to, for, to you listen because there's probably a bunch of people who click on them at the same time so do the maths and go alright cool so where are these people coming from like who else am I do you know what I mean um, a lot like once upon a time support acts and what I look at Spotify and see oh who else do people listen to and listen to me and then I'll try and follow those people on Instagram and go, okay, maybe there's a network here. This is the level that I'm operating at. Do you know what I mean? Um, That's good. And but, so if there wasn't um, artists like, you know, they're doing their thing yeah. locally, but they are, okay, I want to go abroad, like me and my instrument or me yeah, and a couple yeah. of people, like how how they approach that? The, off the top of my head, the first thing I would... Please, I just want to reiterate, I am not dissing any radio stations or, no, or genres no. of music. No, am, no, It's all context. No, it's just right? like knowing that actually there's people that listen to different, all different types of music and there's, there are people Absolutely. in different territories that Absolutely. may like, may be interested in the music that you make. Totally. That's the music that, they, totally. you know, that's successful to them and it's like, well, that's what they really use. Absolutely. Like, you know what, they might like my music. That is, that is the exact point I'm making. There are some people, it still blows my mind, there are some people who still don't know who Secret is. Sigrid won what the BBC what sound poll or whatever people still don't have a clue who she is she's massive in Scandinavia mm. Dagny's another one like like there's so like there's so much music out there there's so many different people out there who do you know what I mean yeah. anyway so in answer to your question how would I get to Europe the first thing that comes to mind is Sofa Sounds yeah that's like a no brainer mm. contact as many Sofa Sounds as you can abroad make sure your music's good yeah. and contact them and try and arrange your dates in a week. So do one in one city in France, in and maybe Paris, then go to Lyon. Mm. Then maybe go across the border, see if you can get, maybe get across the, I don't know, Belgium. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But like that already. And then all you do is you plan your train rides. Mm. Like, it's not a, it's not complicated. It's not, it's not a big thing. It's not complicated. How much, what, five different train tickets, if they all work up to about, let's say 80 to 100 euros for five different train tickets, like what save up over two months three months of working in a coffee shop and so far they pay right or they put out a video or they put out a video so, but way, what I'm saying to totally yeah. if you work three months in a coffee shop yeah like and you, you bag some extra cash what yeah. to make 500 quid yeah like yeah. and then you're taking merch on top of that yeah like there's do you know what I mean like and then on top of that 
if you were smart about it, then you could go, cool, let me see local gigs around the time that I'm in that city. Mm. Then you DM and you contact those local gigs and say, hey, would you mind if I supported? Not so that you can get paid or what, what. You just support some any local songwriter. Go out there and you sell your merch. Mm. It's called the hustle. Hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard. Don't think because you've got a voice like an angel yeah. that the world's just going to open up for you. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does, but most of the time it yeah. doesn't. I think what I'm hearing is like, there is a, there's an element of control, I mean, a large element of control that we have to take. Absolutely. Over our career and go, okay, this is a plan. This is what I'm going to do. This is actually what I want to achieve. Absolutely. There's nobody else around who's going to help me achieve And that's that why the right manager now. thing, like, yeah. it's, you need to, if you don't know, what, why is the manager going to go? A manager could come and go, like, you need to do this, you need to do this. And that's great. Mm-hmm. That is the, add one to one and you get, you get a bigger result. But at the same time, you're the product. Yeah. This is your art. How do you want it to be displayed? You know? And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music.